podcasting. <laughs> Alright, cool. Now that I know now now that I know you're angry, I'm ready to start. <laughs> hey everybody, this is the Still Noobs Podcast, and yes, I started because I'm drinking booze. Oh, today it is me, Moon Boots, duh, and we also have gaming Ulysses. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have Willie with us today. So this is what, episode number 41? Dude, how long have you been starting podcasts and this is the best you can come up with? <laughs> like, I guess so. Okay, let's be serious for a second here, right? You've started some podcasts and I'm kind of disappointed that you, instead of getting better, you got worse. I don't know. Sometimes you have to plateau a little bit before you get better, I guess. There, there, there is no plateauing if you just stayed shit dirt the whole time. <laughs> right? You want me to? You want me to do it again? No, we already fucking started. I'm just giving you. We can shit. do it. We can. We can do it again. I'm just giving you shit, <laughs> mate. Let's start this shit off. Let's do this right, okay? Let's talk about Wait. the first of first things. The first of first. What is the first of first things we're gonna talk about, Moon? Um, the Ghostbusters three. I was ta- I was just thinking about that. <laughs> what they're gonna be at the gate at the video game awards? No, let's 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 end it with the video game awards. We'll talk about Ghostbusters three. Something right happy. Okay, we'll end it with something happy and fun. Yeah, the video game awards. We'll start with Ghostbusters three. You seen the trailer, right? Yes. How how excited are you for that? Uh, considering how the other one kind of flopped, I have mixed feelings. Like, it looks good. I am actually... Yeah, it it looks good, but I'm... I'm not going to get myself too hyped for it just yet, you know? You know what? Like, I'm going to be cautious. I see what you mean, because the Ghostbusters 2016 movie was fucking... Just god-awful. Almost unwatchable. I uh, actually haven't watched it. I just kind of went based off of pretty much everybody's review of it. And I, I was watching, I saw it, and I'm like, this this movie is fucking terrible. Because a lot of the jokes were basically like fart jokes. They were they were basically like cheap humor. And it's, they weren't funny like the, the original Ghostbusters was, where they had like the, that, that funny funny, not that stupid funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it actually made you laugh. It was actually funny. The story actually made sense. They knew how to progress it. They didn't do no serious ex machina bullshit just to progress the story. So it, it was really just a fuck you. Of, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm done talking about talk, uh, 2016. Well, I'll talk about it later. That was four uh, years ago. I Three. Four. Soon to be four. Soon. <laughs> it's just still 2019. All right. It was four years ago. <laughs> Fucker. Anyway. <laughs> I'm excited for Ghostbusters 3 because this is the thing. Dan Aykroyd actually wrote p- for this movie. And they have um, the son of the director of the original two Ghostbusters. Huh. So the son of the original director of two, I think, is like Ivan Rittman or something like that. His son, Jason Rittman, is directing this movie. So even though, like, you know, he might not be as good as his dad, or we don't, I really don't know much about him yet. 
the fact that he can still call up his dad and be like, hey, dad, so how would you do this? Or the fact that he has Dan Aykroyd writing and be like, okay, let's see how we can make this happen. Yeah, if you get a com- comedy, comedic legend, one of, one of the comedic legends writing it, it's got to it's gotta be good. Exactly. So I have faith in it. I have faith in it because it actually has like scenes from the first two Ghostbusters, you know, even though it's in like YouTube. Yeah, like, like news scenes. Yeah, exactly. News the clips fact- and, and whatnot. I saw yeah. that. I was really impressed with that. I'm glad. So I'm wondering who whose uh, grandchildren these kids are. And not only that, they're bringing back the original Ecto One. Exactly. That I, once I, I was, saw that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yes, exactly. So this this movie has potential to be. You know what? I'm just gonna say, even if it's shit, it's still gonna be better than the Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> even if it's shit, the trailer alone made it better than fucking that movie. I, I really did like the trailer, and I, from just seeing what I saw, I I know I'm gonna see it. If more trailers come out that make it look dumb, uh, I might not go see it. Like if it if they're bad enough, I probably will just not waste my money. Yeah. But so these, at, at this point, at this point in time, it definitely looks like it's gonna be worth seeing. So they said they said that they were gonna make a Ghostbusters three, not continuing the shitty Ghostbusters, but the good Ghostbusters. Back like about two two years ago, one and a half years ago, but like they was announced, and Leslie Jones, the um, one of the main characters in Ghostbusters, commented saying like, "Oh, the whole female cast movie didn't count." It's like, no, it's not that it didn't count. It's that uh, it sucked. It, it it's like I'll be honest, it sucked. The jokes were bad. the The whole thing was bad. The story was bad. The the way they put like connected it all was just horrible. It it was stupid the way they did the movie. Like throughout the whole time I was thinking like, okay, so this really led to this. How the fuck did this lead to this? Because there's so many ways you can actually fix that and not what the fuck is going on. There there's transitions and jokes and all that, that just did not just made the movie pure bullshit. And I, look, um, I'm not knocking at it because it's an all female cast. I'd be if it was written right, like the no, fe- there's you the know, there's, plenty, there's is plenty of movies out there that have a not only a strong female lead but are also full female cast that are good. Like I hate it when people say, "Oh, it's, oh, it's just because it's a full female cast." It's like, no, it actually sucked. Like you can say that about full male casts. There's plenty of movies with full male casts that suck. Exactly. So it's like one of these things. It's like, okay, look, I'm not talking it because you know i'm not a big uh mccarthy fan what's her name uh it's right on the tip of my tongue uh, melissa mccarthy there you go i'm not a big fan of hers but when she does when she does a funny movie i'll give it to her she's done a funny movie like she was funny in fucking bridesmaids i was laughing my ass off at her stuff but like didn't, she was during the time of that release. Wasn't she getting pegged for joke stealing? No, I think that was um, that white girl. What's her name? Amy Schumer. There you go. Fuck! I was like, wait, that white girl. I know which one I'm talking. But like again, Kristen Wiig. Uh, was it Kristen Wiig that was in the original one, uh, the 2016 one? Hold on, let me do a quick search because I forgot. Uh, there was there was one. Uh, fuck! What what was her name? She. I, I love her in almost everything. Um, 
Fuck. Okay, here we go. Let me, let me, let me, uh, fucking hell. You know what? Uh, no, I'm not going to invest in this shit. So an ad just popped up. It's like, you want to invest in Bitcoin? Fuck no, not yet. I'll invest in weed. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's, I think her name is Kate McKinnon. Is it? No, let me Sounds check. familiar. Yeah. Kate McKinnon. She was the, the girl with short hair in that movie. I fucking love uh, that She I'm was the only... Yeah, she was the only great thing about this movie. The only, like, fun character I loved in this movie. Everybody else, I- I'm sorry, but you guys weren't funny. I mean, Melissa McCarthy wasn't funny. Kristen Wiig wasn't funny. And Leslie okay, Jones. Okay, so Surprisingly, which one? Uh, her name in the movie is Jillian Holtzman, and she's Kate McKinnon. Uh, which one is she? The blonde? The short-haired one. Yeah, she's the one with the really short hair, the blonde? Yeah. Like, Okay. She she actually was the only thing I that gave me like the laughs or the giggles in this movie. Everything else, no, not even fucking uh, Chris Hemsworth, Thor himself. I think that was mm-hmm. could could help this movie, and it fucking pissed me off because they had cameos from the original cast in this movie. Did they really? Yes, they had cameos, uh... and the cameos were fucking shit because it just basically said the original cast is not worth anything other than just a cheap joke. That's so, terrible. Like the original yeah, cast. Ghostbusters were, it was such a joke. classic. It was such a classic. Well, yeah, you got Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and, um, Oh Fucking God man. damn it. His name's right on the tip of my tongue. All of their names. Are I think, tongue. um, the, the, the dude with the glasses, I think he's dead, right? Uh, that actor? Yeah, or... he, he's dead, I think. Um, hold on. Was it Venkman was his name in the movie? Peter Venkman was his character name. Uh, I, oh, God, I cannot think of his name. I am totally blanking. No, on no, not shit. Peter Venkman. God damn it. It was uh, Egon's... Uh, That's Harold Egon. Ramis. Egon. Harold Ramis. Yeah, he's I, dead. Yeah, he's... Is he dead? I, yeah, I believe so. Oh, shit, he is dead. He died 2014. Rest in peace, my friend. He died before 2016. <laughs> I know, so fuck, that sucked. Well, at least he, yeah, he probably would have been. Oh, did they put him in there at all as a cameo? Uh, so they're saying that they might have linked him into this somehow. Well, I mean, they should have because he's the scientist that made all the fucking tools. Yeah, for right. Everyone. So he's going to be mentioned in some way or another. Well, I, I, okay, so remember in, in the trailer. The dude found like this hidden hidden department where the tools were sitting. Yeah. What if what if the main character is his grandson? That would be perfect. That big that's a because great way to acknowledge they, him. They made it they made it sound like their grandpa's dead and they they got that house in a will. Yeah. So it's got to be uh Egon. Yeah, so there you go. They they that's that's a great way to like Acknowledge his existence in the show and, you know, give him a great way of respect of, like, he died and we're sad, but his memory will live on in Ghostbusters. Because you can't have Ghostbusters without it. You can't have Ghostbusters without any of the cast. Even even that lady that ran the desk, you know, when she <laughs> ringed about, we got one! Yeah. So, again, this one just looks so much better in every facet in this short two and a half minute trailer than what we got before and that whole hour and 45 i don't even know how long that fucking movie was i tried to leave real early uh the 2016 one 
Yeah, I actually tried to walk out on it, but I was giving it hope. Like, there's got to be a funny. There's, it's got to be better. It's got to end good or somewhat decent. And nope, it mm. it was bad. Do you think that they might have a cameo of? Oh, what's her name? The one who got possessed. The the oh Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Do you think they might have her? Oh, they they gotta have the dude, the nerd dude too. What's his name? Yeah, but he hasn't been in movies since the nineties. But they gotta bring him in at least. I I would hope so, but yeah, the dude quit acting a very long time ago. Yeah, and, and you know what? The trailer actually hinted that the same villain from uh, Ghostbusters one, Zool, Zool is back because in one of the quick scenes in the trailer, you see like the Zool hound, the 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 fucking hound kind of attack one yeah. of the cars. Yeah, I'm like, well, not only, well, not only that, like yeah, I, before yeah. I even saw like a couple days before I even saw the trailer, I saw like the image of all that green crap going up into the sky and they they mentioned Zool. Like when so like it, it looked like it was supposed to be a meme picture where, where someone's like, oh, when you release Zool from the underworld or something like that. Yeah. So and they hinted at it just in a quick meme picture. And I was like, oh, OK, that's cool. I, I recognize the, the thing. I, I didn't really think much into it. And then all of a sudden I go and see this this trailer. I was like, oh my God. Another yep. Ghostbusters. <laughs> like So here's what I'm gonna say. Ghostbusters Afterlife looks like it's gonna be the what we possibly can get. The best I wanna say the best. I would say it's the best we can get out of what we have today. You know what's funny? Um a ringtone that I have on my phone. Ah, piece of shit. <laughs> there you go. And oh, the yeah, big Willie has joined. Oh, well, little Willie now. The little Will. What up, little Will? Will? Well, great talking to you. Anyway. All right, cool. Good conversation. Yeah, I know. So, Ghostbusters, yep. It, it seems like it's going to be a great comeback to the series. And uh, hashtag fuck Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> what? I thought that was a great movie. Go fuck yourself. We're hmm. moving on. Why so uh, after all that, the next thing that we should talk about is how even John Boyega had his doubts about Star Wars The Last Jedi. I didn't look too much into it. I just he, saw a quick post. Okay, so I read into it, and he does bring up a good point. He mentions that the Last Jedi could have been a could have been done better, but the reason he's worried about it is because everybody was on their own separate journey instead of together. Because if you look at the original trilogy, four, five, and six, they were together. Even throughout. one, two, and three. Yeah, one, two, and three. The fucking all Obi-Wan of them. Was yeah, Lannigan. all of them. All of them had a main story point. So the thing that John Boyega says is like, you know, compare it to the originals, which it's following. Um, Leia, Luke, and Han were always somewhat together throughout the whole movies. Even and when they, they got separated. Se- they got separated it, in, in Empire Strikes Back, but they came back together in the first 30 minutes of um, the, La- the Return of the Jedi. No, they came back together at the very end of that same movie. They dropped Luke off at the uh, station. Remember? Oh no, 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 no! no. Yeah, they did come back together because up, up in the the Cloud City, he was uh, trying to free them from Darth Vader and all that. So they kind of got back together. But then Han got frozen in the Carbonite, 
But and technically, then that's when, they were that's all, when Luke they lost all together. They all yeah, bonded then, together in some way. Right, but that's 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 when you know Luke lost his hand, and then they had to drop him off the medical station. Then they went to go find Han, and then got back together to get him free, and then go go back to their original plan from the first movie. But like that, if you go into like the Force Awakens, you have um, Finn, um, Ray, and Poe. They were they even though they were they were meeting together for the first time, they had their time together in <laughs> the can't... Force Awakens. I can't honestly take that name seriously without thinking of the Teletubbies. Which one, Poe? Poe. Jesus. See, I think of <laughs> I think of Dragon Ball Z. I think of fucking Kung Fu Panda. Which one was Poe and Kung Fu Panda? The fucking panda. <laughs> oh, his name was Poe. Well, shows you how much I paid attention to that movie. Oh, Dragon man. Ball Z. It was Mister Popo. Mister Popo. But let's 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 continue. Was, on. was that the guy in that taught him the spirit bomb? No, I don't, no, no. That's that the guy was... that trained him when he was a teenager into an adulthood. When no, Mister, yeah, 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 yeah. To the tournament, yeah, yeah. Mister Popo was the 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 black black guy, black character. I don't he know was what the he really was. Dark one that was with Kami the whole time. Yeah, he was with Kami up in the up on top of the perch. You know the metabolic time chamber. Well, we know Moon isn't a Dragon Ball fan now. Oh, Let's go yeah. back to Star okay. Wars. <laughs> so, but then we go into fucking the Last Jedi. Ray is already left for finding Luke and training with him. Finn left, escaped with this chick to find a way to bypass the Rose. tracker. The the no the, the 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 Empire One tracking that was locked onto uh, Leia. Light speed. Yeah. And Poe was in a shitstorm trying to like destroy um the Imperial One military armada that was after them or try to escape. So they were all separated throughout the whole movie. They only met in the beginning and they remet at the end. There's well, no in not the even all of them at the beginning. No, exactly. They all Finn woke up when Ray left, so it was already just like not there's no yeah. bonding there. There's they're not friends. They're not they they were friends in the Force Awakens. They're not the friendship. Would you really even call them friends in that first one? Like there, there really wasn't anything that made them friends. Exactly. So why, why would they call themselves friends in um, the the Rise of Skywalker? Honestly, there's, I haven't seen a whole lot of trailers, them, but there's nothing. For they're comrades. Friends. They're the comrades. They're, they're, so were they communists? Acquaintances. Now? They're, they're, they're acquaintances. Acquaintances. Oh. I can't say that fucking word. Acquaintances. That word. Just say it fast, and it sounds like you got it right. Acquaintances. There you go. You got so it. They're just people. Now you know how to speak other. English, usually. Yeah. Fake so it till you make it. They're not really like as close as Han, Leia, and Luke were in you know Return of the Jedi. You know they basically had a hundred percent faith in each other because they they've seen each other through their worst and through their best. You know Luke saves Han. Han saves Luke. Leia saves them. They saved each other. In one part, multiple of the, times, yeah, in the movies, in all three movies, they saved each other multiple times. So why would we believe that th- their friendship can be the same as you know Ray, Finn, and Poe? The only thing that really connects all of them is BB-8. Yeah, BB-8 cute, but I think BD-1 is <sighs> Fucker, what? I like BD-1. See, but. BD1 yeah. is cuter. 
that's there you go that's that's it there is no friendship there is no true connection there it's just that it's we can't say that that's what my worry for the rise of skywalker is like they're, they're only gonna fighting be too much of friends that they might just become friends out of nowhere. It's like, where the fuck was this development? How did this happen? Did we miss, like, are they going to start a show called the fucking Star Wars Force Awakens TV show? <laughs> well, see, okay. I was okay. just thinking that because of what they did with the Clone Wars. <laughs> so exactly. my thing is, Poe and Finn are friends. I would say they're friends. Okay. He gave me his jacket. Finn and Ray are friends. Uh huh. Kind of forced. Ray and Poe are just associates. They're friends of friends. It's like you went to a party with Finn. You're Ray. You went to a party with Finn. He's like, oh, hey, meet Poe. He's awesome, dude. And then it's just it's just one of those things it's like a it's a it's a triangle but one of the points don't really know the other one i won't even say that no i mean i would because poe and finn or poe and finn are like buddy buddy i mean throughout they saved the each entire other, really but then they really only had so little time together but the but when finn wakes up Pose right there and was like, "Hey man, we got we got to get you out of the suit. Come on, buddy, let's go. Let's let's get but you fixed Finn up." But then Finn ditches Poe. So can like if we really look into it, Finn captures Poe. Let's say that. Let's just say that they are the Empire One captures Poe. Finn saves Poe. They get separated through the movie. Finn re reconnects with Poe after they got saved by the Resistance, and then Finn gets and during that like maybe two days. Of hanging out with each other, they assault the um the 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 fucking Death Star wannabe. I forgot what it's called. And then Poe, then Ray. No, not Poe, not Ray. Then Finn gets put into a coma. So there, there's not really that much friendship. Same thing with Ray. Finn meets Ray. They hang out for a little bit. They get separated. They re meet. Finn goes into coma. They don't meet really until the next like the ending of the next movie so can, we can't really establish any friendship at all other than the fact that they saved each other's lives once or twice for that, like the split i would i would feel like that would bring somebody closer to somebody it would it would but then we don't they don't have that dialogue together because if you look back to like a new hope um what it, what it bring what you closer Hang on, let me let me say something. Would that bring you close or just give you more respect for someone without the dialogue and without you know? I don't know if if somebody was if somebody was they happen to be there to save your life because you're part of the resistance. But after that, you go on your separate ways. Yeah, you know each other, you respect each other, you know you can rely on each other, but there's not really a friendship. You're not working together. They just happen to be there. They're working together. Just in different areas. Yeah, so we're but together, that's but... not how a friendship grows. Your friendship grows by constant We're working together, and we're in different by areas, constant, and we're by friends. constant communication. But we're in constant communication, though. Whatever. No, that was the point. It, was, it wasn't just because they're far away, but, like, they, you don't really see them communicate 
or, or well, in between movies, they're going on picnics and having fun. Well, that's why we need this new TV series. That's why we need. We need to see them have the picnics and have fun. <laughs> the story we should have had. I don't think anybody's gonna watch a, a TV show of just those three like having a good old time. That's what the Clone Wars was. I pretty much in a sense. No, but the Clone Wars was fights and and all that stuff. And well, we can see them fight the resistance together. No, not the resistance. We can see them fight uh, Empire (laughs) One together. Fucking hell. They're traitors. All right. You want them to be traitors? Uh, you know what? I actually want. You know what? I want Ray to become a Sith and Kylo just have a change of heart and become a Jedi. Why do I feel that is gonna happen? You're tripping. I want that to happen. Why? Because it'd be it, it. It would be something twist. perfect. It would be something perfect, like just out of nowhere perfection for something like this. Because they try to, to capture the what the originals did, but in for the generation of now. But I feel we like know it. everything that can happen already. We know what's going to happen in the next movie. So once we know what's going to happen, the best thing to do is to throw us a curveball, and not just any curveball, the biggest fuck you curveball of all. And then and they no Ray is like a, a spawn of like Count Dooku or somebody. Well, no, what I, if, I honestly what think if, Ray is actually what if they both, What if they both stay Siths, get married, and have a, a family full of Siths? Or what if Ray changes Kylo, and instead of Ray ending up with Finn... Ray and Kylo end up together, and they have and a then, little solo and then family. Finn goes bad. Ooh, Finn. Finn. you know what I'm gonna think. I, you know what I think thing. is gonna happen. I think Ray. I think it's gonna happen just like the original series. I think Ray's gonna turn Kylo. Kylo's gonna kill the Emperor, and then we're just gonna start this whole fucking process over again. Meh. Hmm. Like I said, that's too simple of a story. I understand that, but... Uh, but but they also said that this group is never getting back together for any Star Wars again. No, like, that's, they're not gonna and do... I understand that, but so now... They have to end it here. If, if that's their plan, they would have to just straight up end it here. Well, they... Okay. Well, who says they don't have to? They have. Who says they're not going to? No, but I'm just saying their story has to end. That's not, and that's fine. The, like the ongoing Star Wars, but but what I'm this. saying, what I'm saying is, it's going to happen exactly like the the last of the original, and then it's going to they're going to live happily ever ever after. Then they're going to do another fucking three movies, and it turns out, oh, guess what? The emperor never died. He's back. Well, well if you th- yeah, the original three movies ended that way, but the the prequel trilogies, the third one in that series was like one of the biggest tragedies ever. But you can't. You, you already know where it's leading up to. You don't know where this is leading up to. This is just if they want to, if they're gonna do cookie cutter, do the same thing they've done in the past, and just so they can drag this story out. Yeah, well, they're making it confusing as fucking hell. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see in 10 days. Oh, shit. It's in 10 days already. Yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. The 20th. Next week, man. Bubble what bubble what bubble. day is the 20th? Friday. Thursday. Oh, yeah. We got to watch it the 19th. 
I'm yeah, actually thinking Thursday's about 19th, going. 20th is Friday. I'm actually thinking about going and seeing it on the 20th. I know it's going to be packed as hell, but worth it. It might be worth it. Worth it. There's very few movies that I'll go to the movie theater and watch, and I think this might be one of them, just because I'm getting getting back into Star Wars. Yeah, feel it. Yeah, especially since you just saw the Clone Wars, and I know he oh, loves and, he's talking to his daughter. So hashtag fuck you, Willie, for not watching the Clone and, Wars soon enough. And and not only that too, like I want to, I would want to see it sooner than later because you know people are going to be hyped for this, and there's going to be people talking about it, it right away. Like unless you're ready to just completely stay off of social media, you're seeing this movie as soon as you can. Oh hell! Oh yeah. dude, see that's what I don't understand. Like. Moon, you were saying you kept seeing spoilers about Mandalorian and shit last week. I didn't yeah, see anything. Because, yeah, I saw people talking about it. I'm like, it's nine in the fucking morning. I'm at work and I got to wait all day to go go home and see it. And I'm already seeing shit for I've yet to spoiling it. I've like, yet to get a spoiler on any movie that I've wanted well, to see, like any of the well, Marvel lucky, movies. Man. I've never had a spoiler. I've never gotten a spoiler. Well, you sir are very lucky then. Back when I was uh, growing up, when the when Star Wars three, the last of the prequels came out, I was hanging out with some friends, and they basically just word for word gave me the script of the movie before I saw it, and I was pissed. Yeah, that's I, I was so mad. I even said, guys, I didn't see the movie, and they just kept going. Oh, man, I, I had never been so those mad. Weren't, those weren't friends then. Well, half of them were my family. Oh. Well, that's not cool. Yeah, no, not at all. Anyway. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker might have problems. John Boyega opened up a little bit, and uh, I do agree The Last Jedi was actually probably the worst of this trilogy no it's definitely going to be the worst of this trilogy because jj abrams did a good job with the force awakens pretty sure he'll do a good job with uh rise of skywalker will it be the comeback of the century probably not <laughs> all right or are we, could, gonna, are or we, we could just be blown away like this or yeah, should we could just be blown away and and call it the best star wars movie ever well, I yeah. hope J.J. Abrams is probably one of the only few people that I have hope will do this. I'd like to see James Gunn do a Star Wars movie. You know, like it's funny you mention that. It's funny you mention it because I was talking with some friends the other day that were saying the same thing. They would love to see James Gunn do a Star Wars. He's just done so much good for the Marvel Universe. I think he would do wonders for Star Wars. Yeah, I could see it. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, let's move on. Star Wars, thank you for all you've given us. Let's just move on to one of the last topics of the day. The Game of the Is Year it, Are we really at that point already? Yeah, we talked a lot, dog. We're, we're Holy already about shit. It feels like we've only. In. It feels like we've only been sitting here for 10 minutes, dude. I'm not going to lie. We really devolved into these conversations. Oh, my God. Or we're going to have to save this other topic for next time, then. So, we all know that the Game of the Year Award... the Yeah, the fucking Video Game Awards are coming up soon. VGA, bitch! VGA. So, 
what I was thinking at the end of this, we're going to talk about our picks for each category that we see. So I'm uh, I'm looking at the list right now. We're going to start it off with the big of the big. Game of the year. The nominees are Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Outer Worlds. Now, I'm going to be honest. Two of those Re- should not be there. That's Smash and... Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2, yeah. I, I knew you were going to say Smash. In there. I'm gonna oh, I don't know anything about Control, honestly. I've seen gameplay of it, and like compared to Death Stranding, Sekiro, and Outer Worlds, Control is not as uh, game-changing, groundbreaking, or in any entertainment facet. Because I, I got bored of watching people play Control. And if you get bored of watching someone play a game, it's not fun. I've actually had fun watching people play Sekiro, had fun watching people play Outer Worlds, and was interested in watching people play Death Stranding because I played it too. So maybe I'm a little biased on that and I want to get their version of the game because what they do and what I do are completely different. Mm-hmm. But well, now, how, now, how do you feel about all those people that keep saying that Death Stranding is just Amazon Prime Simulator? Delivery guy I mean, simulator. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't doubt them for that because they probably don't have that good of attention span but i like focusing on everything about the game around it and just the walking and the music and you just get lost in this world of like this is peaceful and then you just get hit with this shit storm of uh, pts coming out of nowhere and you're like what the fuck okay let's get this going and then you're back to traveling and back to doing things and you're connecting this world trying to reconnect the u.s and it's again the more you go into the story the the, the more intense it gets so you really have to put your time into it in order for it really to be have, like... You really have to put your time into it. But then again, if you're buying a game just because you want to quickly go through it, then why are you playing a game anyway? Well, see, I think that's kind of part of the problem is that a lot of people... I, I think we may have had this discussion before with uh, Schwindy saying that games are just so fast-paced that no one really wants to stick time into a game. Exactly. And they want the not, not everyone, but... Yeah, they just want to... They want like a... It feels like more... They want like a quick five-hour gameplay, like a Call of Duty campaign or something. Get them in, get them through the story, and move on to the next one. You know, Fuck that. I'm paying sixty bucks. I want a good game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I'm paying that much goddamn money, it, the storyline better not be shorter than ten hours. And hold up, listen, everybody. The reason Smash Brothers shouldn't be in Game of the Year is not because any of anything. It's other than the fact that it's basically a remake. It's like and- putting FIFA in there. Exactly. Or or any other like sports game that comes out every single yeah, year. It's the same. It, it, thing. It's been a while since we had a new Smash Bros. But at the same time, it's the same game, just on a different console, different characters. And we're not saying it's not fun. Of course, oh, Smash it, Bros. is fun. fun. Smash Bros. I'm a I'm a huge fan of Smash Bros. But I don't see why it should be on Game of the Year at all. So my vote is Death Stranding, but I can see Sekiro or Outer Worlds win it because Outer Worlds, I the gameplay of it, and it looks fucking fun. It looks a lot of fun. It looks I really like want to get really it. Really invest your time in that game and have a good time. I've never played Sekiro, but I've definitely watched you really play it enough, and it looks interesting. But it's just not my style. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to I, go. I, with... I, en- I enjoyed go watching it. That's I'd I'm have just to go. Finishing with I enjoyed watching. It. I'd have to go with Sekiro, man. I have I have spent. Oh my god. What would you say, like 10, 15 hours into this into time. this game? And I'm not even close to a quarter of the way through. It's at the point where I can't beat the next big boss. 
and I haven't, so I haven't touched it. Like, I don't know what to do now. And I used to have a guy, his name on Twitch was like Yu-Gi-Oh! And he would yeah, pop in and him. be like, he'd be like, hey man, this is what you do, or, or this and this. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now it's at the point where I'm either fighting a monster that um, throws shadows at me, Mm-hmm. Or a monster that throws shadows at me. And I don't know how to beat them. I run up to them. I hit them a bunch of times. And then all they do is just throw shadows at me. And I die with three hits. Oh, and then I missed one. Or I play this chick that throws um, shadows at me. God damn it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. So all three of them, I could beat the chick for the very, f- the, the first round. And then the second round three, she throws shadows at you and you have to kill them or else they turn into like something that she throws at you. And it's like a homing, homing missile that you can't freaking dodge. And it does so much damage that it's like, I'm going to gouge my eye out with a spoon. It is so unforgiving and so satisfying at the same time. When you fight a boss like six or seven times, and then you finally kill him, it's like, oh, dude. Oh, dude. I just ejaculated. Anyway, now let's move on to action game of the year. (laughs) <laughs> all right so the nominees are apex legends astral chain cod devil may cry 5 gears 5 and metro exodus uh let's see in my opinion cod is very fun but i and i can definitely see why apex is on there i had a ton of fun with apex this year up until season two like, I, yeah. I couldn't get the hang of season two at all. I really couldn't, but it is still a fun game. But I have significantly more fun with COD. Uh, yeah, COD has to be the winner. And it, it, it should, it, like, in all honesty, it could have been the worst COD ever, but I'm glad they made it the way they did. It turns out to be great. The only fucking problem is it's still buggy as all hell. Yeah. What right. do you do? You think that they're gonna introduce a battle royale into COD Modern Warfare? Oh, they have to with the new battle pass. They gonna have to. I saw a picture or something that somebody they did like hovering above a giant. Map. Like you know what? I could actually yeah. get down with it. I'd, I'd give it a shot. I mean, battle royales are fun if they're done right. I mean, if it's done and, in the, and the maps that they do ground war, it could be really fun. They, oh, they would have to be way bigger than that. No, 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 exactly. Or do you like mean that. like a, a smaller, like not a hundred? Yeah, probably like maybe 30, 30 people in, one survivor. Because I feel like if you do a hundred, that's just going to be too much, too much for, especially for their servers and all crossplay and the fact that they still have problems with the ground war crossplay. So, I mean, keep it at either 30 or 60, like just low number, you keep them at the same maps. All right, and then if once you have everything ready, then move up to 100 player maps. I honestly feel like 100 is just too much anyway. Yeah. All right, now we're going to move on to Action Adventure, which we got Borderlands 3, 
Control, Dead yes. Stranding, which I don't understand why it's under Action Adventure, Resident Evil 2, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Sekiro. Borderlands 3 was freaking amazing. I actually have not finished it yet. Um, but I love it, and I love playing it with my friend. And the reason why I haven't finished it yet is because we want to finish the campaign together. Um, but it is great. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Borderlands Three. I've seen like of all these choices, Borderlands Three is probably the one that makes the most sense when it comes to action and adventure. I mean, you could put Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, but that's a remake, so I'm not gonna. Well, so is uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil too. Yeah, so I'm not considering them. Yeah, in I'm option. not. I'm, I'm not gonna consider any remake in the options. Uh, the only one of those that I've played is Sekiro, so I'm gonna go with that one. All right. I mean, now we're gonna... I, 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 yeah, it did look good. So that one's going to definitely be putting up a fight. I think it's going to be between Sekiro, Borderlands, and what was the other one? Uh, not Death Stranding or... See, there was Link, Death Stranding. What no, was the other just, one that we're missing? No, Resident Evil. Like the Control is there, but I don't want Control to win any of it because I don't think it's oh. that good. I, I don't know anything about Control. I've never watched it no. or researched it. Okay, so uh, I think uh, I think Sekiro and Borderlands will probably be the top two fighters in this one. Okay, then the next one is Art Direction. So we have for Art Direction we have Control, Death Stranding, Gris, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, and Sekiro, and again Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. I'm so go by with Art, Sekiro. Thing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they mean like graphics stuff in the, the stuff in the game. Yeah, and artistic design and animation. And just on that, I, I will have to go with Sayonara Wild Hearts. Never even heard of it. It's this weird game, but like when Is I look at game? the art, uh, I think so. I, yeah, I'm going to have to say it is. But when like I looked up all these games and their art designs when I, when I saw it, and it, for me, it was either between Gris and Sayonara because all the other games were kind of something we've already seen in the art this, like, design. While these two were kind of like the out there versions of these games, where it's like, oh, these look very different, very weird. Uh, Sayonara, like the art design, really just envelops me. I'm like, I really like the way it looks. Hmm. I don't know anything about those games, so I got no opinion. Yeah. Well, then let's move on to audio design. Again, for audio design, we have COD, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5. Resident Evil 2, Sekiro. Sekiro. <laughs> okay, well, uh, say the, the category again. Audio design. In-game audio and design sound. Honestly, I cannot say COD. I cannot. No, COD if, has if too wanna, many audio if you, problems. If you want to talk about multiplayer with audio, it is horrible. They need to get a hold of Ubisoft and have the Siege crew help them out because Siege finally got their shit together in the audio department. Yeah, now so I, can, I, I can pinpoint where those fuckers are in, the, in that game. I'm going to have to go with Death Stranding. Death Stranding, it's between Death Stranding and Gears 5 for audio design. Res, again, I'm not considering Resident Evil 2 because it's just a remake. Uh, Sekiro, it's... Uh, I wouldn't say... It, it does anything new. It really reminds me a lot of uh, Neo and the sound design. So, like, Gears 5, I wouldn't consider it either now that I think about it because it is just Gears again. 
probably Death Stranding is the only one that really does great with the sound. It really makes you, and it just, it just brings you into the game more. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> All right, so community I, I support the, uh, for outstanding community mm-hmm. support, transparency, and responsiveness. Apex Legends, Destiny mm-hmm. 2, Final Fantasy 14, Destiny. I think it is. Fortnite or Rainbow Six. I'm Rainbow gonna go Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Rainbow hands Six has Rainbow always Six is, dude, it's four years old. And people are it is growing it has not rapidly. stopped growing at all. But that's not that's not the category. It is for yeah, community. It is. It's community. The community oh, has the grown. game has not the, stopped growing. The the way I read that is like the like cus like support from the like maker. creative yeah well, that uh, would still gonna just go be fortnite then because none none of that has a creative aspect well, like look, no look, like what Apex i'm saying Legends? what i'm saying is like for instance if you were to message a a company that made the game like who made rainbow six each ubisoft, ubisoft. okay how how much more likely are you to get a I response? Them and I got a response compared to all of the. That's the way I see it. Community no, support. Gonna, okay, I guarantee you, you're not going to get a response from Fortnite. No, I'm not saying that. I, I'm just saying that's the way I'm looking at it. Is not like how much somebody love, how much people love the game. I would put that under game of the year. I would be more along the lines of how how easy is it for you to get support from the maker of the game like if you were to message or tweet out to your power company or your your I think internet Ubisoft company. would be the winner yeah uh, there Ubisoft would be the winner because they are actually like I said, I tweeted out at them, and I actually got a response within. And the thing is, with I don't Fortnite, know, if you're going to tweet that Fortnite support, it's such a massive game. So many people play it; they're not going to get to you in any amount of time. No, I'm not, uh, and uh, I, I have not. I don't play Fortnite anymore. I've never played Rainbow Siege. I don't fuck with any of them, so I don't have an opinion on this one. But I just, but you're going to you guys anyway. were putting it. The way you guys were interpreting it was something different from what I interpreted it as. Uh, well, the way I interpreted it was okay. So, well, well, say what the category exactly was again, Yuli. Community support, recognition for a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. So, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, at least one time, took an entire season to fix their game due to the community saying this game needs to be fixed. They didn't release any new maps, any new characters. They specifically fixed their game. And since then have gotten faster at fixing their game and rolling out with new map reworks, fixing things that the community brings out. They're doing it within the next season, if not even sooner. They are very fast at fixing things the community doesn't like. Sometimes too much of the community doesn't like one thing that uh, doesn't really need to be fixed, which pisses pisses me off. Like there's been some map reworks that I don't think should have ever happened. But then again, you know, it's the majority vote. Yeah, it's like the majority of these guys don't like one thing in this map. So they have to completely change the map, which pisses me off. Yeah. 
But then again, you know, it is majority rule and I have to get used to it. But Siege does that. They take the majority into account and they fix it. Well, that's that's awesome that they do that. Like, it seems to me like a lot of, a lot of, well, I, I say a lot, a, a company in particular with a big game in particular, they don't listen to the majority. They listen to the big people that play their game. And mm-hmm. if a certain few streamers or YouTubers complain about something, they're going to change it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so like, like if you get Ninja and like Tifu saying they don't like one thing in Fortnite, they're going to, they're going to vault it and you'll never see it again. That's, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't want to throw names out there, but yeah. Well, I uh, mean, you got to mention some of like the biggest streamers in something. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah. If if I, I'm not saying they are, I'm just they're an example. Like some of the biggest Fortnite streamers out there. Yes, if they say if, they don't like one thing. They're gonna change it just because they don't like it. Because those are the people that bring the views. Those are the people that bring people to the game. Mm-hmm. Just like just like some big streamers were paid to play Apex. <clears throat> Not going to name any any names. Well, we already named that name. All right, let's 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 move on. Let's move on. This community support debacle <laughs> well, really here, here. not important at all. Well, I just want to make one thing known still. Rainbow Six Siege, I don't think has ever dropped below the fifth, at least the 15th slot in, in uh, Twitch. Right now it is at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. It does, that does not look like fifteen slots. Okay, Got sorry. Him. Was that 20? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, okay, it does not drop below the twentieth. That does not look like fifteen slots. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> second you row. How about that? It Congratulations! Below the second row. <laughs> you just played yourself. I did. I did. I didn't recognize that. Okay, second row. It has not dropped below the second row in a long time. And the game is still, like I said, it's four years old. Are you done sucking the dick? Damn it. No, I'm never done sucking the Ubisoft dick. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) All right, for content creator of the year, we have Courage, Dr. Lupo, Ewok, Grev, whatever, fucking Shroud. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I didn't even know that was an award, one. to be honest. I oh, didn't yeah, know that I did. either. I'm just going to give Wait, it to Dr. It, Lupo because he has a better it, headshot. Is it specifically Twitch? For a streamer, a no. content creator who has made an important and positive impact in the industry on 2019. Shroud is Mixer. Okay, is it specifically live streaming then? Just says streamer, content creator. Yeah, so it'd be so, a streamer. There could be a, a YouTuber, YouTube. but all of yeah. them are streamers. Exactly. But all of them also have YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Okay, to me, well, it's between Shroud YouTube. To me, it's between Shroud and Doctor Lupo. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would honestly say. Yeah. Shroud is just so good at every game that he plays. It's ridiculous. Like he, he is so good with all of his games, like PUBG, Apex, Call of Duty. He's just, he's just godlike. But Dr. Lupo, just to get that a watch, dude, he has done so much for, for St. Jude. 
Like so he, then Dr. Lupo is going to win because he's done so much, apparently. He is he has raised millions of dollars for St. Jude. and, and Oh, he's going to win then. He's going to win. He is, to, to me, he is just so much, he, he's so genuine. You know what I mean? Like he, he brings his son on, on his stream and, and his wife is a streamer and he's just that he's, he's daddy Lupo. I've, I love that guy. I've been sub to him for a while. I would pick Lupo, but shroud comes in at a very, very close second. Honestly, I don't think it should be based off of just how good you are at games. If because that's what it's sounding like right now. Like I don't really watch much of either of those streamers. But it sounds like Dr. Lupo did more for the community, so he's. Gonna that's win. what I'm thinking. Should be part of the the choice. Uh, oh my god, the requirements is not the word I'm looking for. But what's the other the word? Choosing the... process. I don't know. Fucking. <sighs> English is uh, English is hard. English is bullshit. <laughs> like, what do you? What do you, say, what do you? Okay, give me, give not, me the. It's not requirements. It's the cur- not curriculum. Not curriculum. Not. Requirement. All right, let's just let's There's a this specific word. word I'm looking for, and I can't find you're it. Not gonna th- you're not gonna figure it out in the next ten seconds. When it's let's part just of the watch. agenda. I don't know the Spanish Inquisition. The cur- curriculum. No, I already said that word. No, not curriculum. Oh. God damn curriculum? it. Yeah, correctly, um, I don't know. God, this we're we're not even halfway through the list, and these guys can't figure out one fucking word. Um, what's, that's not me. That's Moon. You know, so fuck the word. Let's move on. What's uh? What's the word? For, oh, the thesaurus. I need to look for the. the, the, the <laughs> just move right. on. Let's just move on. All Kill right. us. Best, all right. Do we? Do any of you guys watch esports? Synonym. No. No. So we're not uh, gonna know who these coaches are. Well, uh, no, absolutely no, not. I, I can't. I can't go with coaches. No, I mean, I watch. I watch some esports, but I not enough to know anything about that. Okay, what about events? You think we can vote on esport events? Like, which was the better one? Yeah, I guess. Because that's kind of biased. Because me personally, I know what I would pick, but I know one of the biggest is like League of Legends and Dota. So this is just not for us. No. No. Because honestly, not- I feel like that's just straight up depending. Well, what's what's the? <laughs> There's the word yeah. I'm looking for again that yeah. I can't think of. You know what? Let's just what? skip all the esports category because we know nothing about him to even like have an opinion on him. Here we go. Something better. Family game. So we have Luigi's Mansion Three, Ring Fit Adventure, Mario Maker Two, Super Smash, Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh God. Why is it all that's, Nintendo shit? That's that's I don't know. I don't. Nintendo. I'm gonna go with Luigi's Mansion Three because that game is just. It, I don't know. Man, I, I haven't played about, any of them. I thought about buying that for my daughter for Christmas because I got her a Nintendo Switch, but I don't. I, I I ended up going with Super Mario Kart and what else did I get her? Super Smash. Solid Both games. You don't need anything else? What? All right, so we'll just move on to a f- uh, fighting game. Best fighting game: Dead or Alive Six, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Samurai Showdown, or Smash Bros. Okay, I'd be biased that. in saying Smash Bros because I like Smash yeah, Bros. Yeah, I was but... gonna say Smash Bros. That's that's just biased. Uh, I mean, I don't really have an opinion on that one. No, I don't. Really I didn't play hear. Fighters. I didn't hear what was Fight, it? F- fighting games like. 
like Dead or Alive uh, Six, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Samurai Showdown, or Smash Bros. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna Move pick on. Smash Bros. either way. Yeah. Uh best indie game. Zaum. Oh no, best indie. Wait. Fresh indie game. Wait, what? Zaum Nomadas. Uh so wait. Are they talking about the game or the studio? Just, just move on. <laughs> okay, see, it says game, but it's giving me studio names. I don't know. Uh, okay, game direction. Okay, this is one we can do. Control, Dead Stranding, RE2, Sekiro, Outer World, Outer Wilds. Oh, okay. So why is RE2 on there again? I I don't know. I'm gonna go with Dead it's Stranding. It's just so a something. remake. Exactly. I'm gonna go with Dead Stranding. Dead Stranding is the most innovative game we have. On list i'm gonna go with sekiro because that's the only one i've played i have no opinion <laughs> all right games for impact concrete genie gris kind words life is strange 2 sea of solitude the only one i know is life, life is, is strange, strange 2 is gonna yeah. win i can guarantee you yeah, that. that one's gonna win all right here we go best indie game god damn why is there two okay whatever Baba is you, Disco Elysium. Katana I bet you the other one was developer. Outer Wilds, yeah. Untitled Goose Game, Goose Game. I'm gonna give Goose Game's gonna win. It's yeah, the only Goose one in that entire list that I know. I know. Yeah. Best mobile game: Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone. I hope. I hope. Sayonara, Sky, Children of Light. What the? I golf. think it's gonna be. I'm gonna say Children of Light, because that between that and Call of Duty, those are the only two I actually knew. And honestly, I don't think Call of Duty is going to get it. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with that. All right, best multiplayer game. Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, COD, Tetris 99, The Division 2. The Division is on there? Yeah, Division's been nominated for best multiplayer game. I'm really surprised so many people just, like, totally wrote that game off. Like, it was not, like, people were not happy with it. I, I fucking enjoy the game and still play it today. But it's hard I enjoyed, to find a squad. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. Well, hell, I didn't know you had it. Well, well, we we know COD's gonna win a multiplayer game. It's kind of I would. It, it is gonna win, but honestly, if I had to choose, I would won. say Borderlands Three. Yeah, I'm still Borderlands win. to win. I'm. You know, I'm honestly surprised that Fortnite's not in there. I'm glad it's not. Yeah, I'm kind of glad, but I'm surprised. Well, it came out. Honestly, I didn't even think a while about ago. It. Yeah, yeah so did yeah, Rainbow Fortnite Six only, Siege. Yeah, well, they didn't really get brought up for anything other than... Com- they were both brought up in the same category, the community. Community. And really, that's the only thing that they have left. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's the only... For, for outstanding narrative, best narrative, A Plague Tale, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, The Outer Worlds. That's going to be a hard one. I'm going to go with the plague tale. That one actually had the, the best storytelling. I really wish I knew more about I wanna that I want to say Death Stranding, but the storytelling is just so out there that I can't follow along and I have to really, like, focus. Um, I never played Disco. I Control, again, I'm so against that game for some reason. Outer Worlds, I would see, have good narrative. But when it, when you compare it to a plague tale, it's kind of hard to, to see the other way. Hmm. I was next. Ongoing game: Apex, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Fortnite, or Siege. I'm gonna go with Siege. Siege. 
Siege. It's gonna Definitely be Fortnite. Siege. Siege. No one. Siege. Fortnite's Fortnite. what? Two years old. I understand yeah. that, but look at how many people play Fortnite rather than Siege. It doesn't matter. matter. I honestly don't these see are, Fortnite going. Are these as not long voted as... on by the people? I, I bet you five bucks that fucking Siege is gonna win. I'll take that bet. Fortnite's not gonna win. I'll take that bet. Okay, what were the other ones other than Siege and Fortnite again? Division, uh, Destiny Two, Apex, and Final Fantasy. Ongoing game? I can't even believe that uh, Apex is on there, or even Destiny. They they are very recent. Yeah, I don't know what they mean by this. Um, Best performance for oh, best female performance, I guess. Ashley Birch. Courtney Hope, Laura Bailey. Wait, are these oh. are these actresses? These are okay. So best performance, actors and actresses, because it started off with all female. You got Mads Mikkelsen, Matthew Peretta, and I'm gonna, Norman Reedus. I'm gonna Norman have Reedus. to know who they who they they did. I mean, I know Mads Mikkelsen and Norman Reedus. Obviously, I know who they are. But... Uh, Ashlyn Birch as Protavi Holcomb from Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope, Jesse from Control. Uh, Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears 5. Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff and Death Stranding. Matthew Peretta as Dr. Casper Darling in Control. And Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges. Uh, I'm going to have to go with I'm Norman gonna, Reedus. I'm going to say it's probably going to be Norman Reedus just because he is much more well-known and loved. And well, not Mads Mikkelsen? Yes. I, I, well, yeah, Norman Reedus is going to get it because everyone fell in love with him when he was in The Walking Dead. And you saw his booty, so... I mean, you can't. And he can't do, and he doesn't he doesn't allow those dick looking moments. Exactly. So okay, there we go. We're gonna go with Norman, Norman Reedus. Reedus. Best role playing game: Disco Elysium, Final Wait, Fantasy. What? What, what playing? Uh, role. Role playing. Oh, I thought you said wall. Roll, what? What? What the fuck? Anyway, Kingdom Hearts Three, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. I'm gonna go with Monster Hunter. I, I was gonna say that, but I think, I think that uh. Uh, Kingdom Hearts might win. I don't know. That's if got win. a huge following, man. It has a huge following, that's a, that's but it's, be- but it's a beloved game too. Yeah, but so is Monster Hunter. I'm gonna that have is, to go with Kingdom true. Hearts. I'm gonna go I with mean, Monster it's, Hunter. Yeah, it, it's when you said King, like Kingdom Hearts and Monster Hunter are right there, but I really feel like Kingdom Hearts is gonna be beat out on that one. All right, and then for score and music, so for original. Cadence, uh, Cadence of Hyrule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, Sayonara. I'm gonna go with fucking Death Stranding what? for sound and music for scoring music. <sighs> Death Stranding has the best fucking library of music in all of games right now. For all the music they have for for everything, that's gonna win hands down. Because you can walk for five minutes and they'll start playing music and you'll realize you've been listening. To music while walking for about three hours not knowing that you were just listening to music and having fun that's kind of how i felt with fallout when you turn on the classic radio yeah exactly or what about uh grand theft auto yep, yeah and you just play the radio and just jam to it yeah i'm actually and then you surprised. listen to those talk shows yeah i'm, I'm a little whoa what if they put our podcast on a video game talk show radio. Um, no, please don't. <laughs> hey, it might happen. 
It might. We might, well, have, we might. we might have to. We might have to read lines instead. But what if yeah, it was might have to do, I mean, hey, that could work. <laughs> hey, how cool would that be? Oh be yeah, fun. you know, you know, those guys they got to actually do their own radio show, but they called it this on this game. Like, how cool would that be? That'd be badass. The three dumbasses. Freaking cool. The three stooges. All right, let's move on to sports racing games. We got Crash no. Team Racing. Yes, that's gonna win. Dirt Rally Two. Uh. Evolution Soccer 2020, F1 2019, and FIFA 20. FIFA? How is that a racing game? Racing and sports. Oh, and sports. Okay. (laughs) I thought he said racing in sports. No, sports and racing. Well, I mean, that would be soccer. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with FIFA 20 just because I know that's probably going to be given the trophy. Crash, Probably. crash team racing. I, I want, I want well, CTR to win, but I know I, it's a remake, win. though. And but so far, I, we've wrote off every remake. But like again, I know I want CTR to win, but we all know FIFA is going to win because out of all these games, I know more people that play FIFA religiously than they play CTR Dirt. Oh I yeah. Mean, I can guarantee you one of my one of the friends who's probably listening to this episode is definitely going to vote for FIFA. Fuck you, by the way. He religiously plays that game. And not only that, he's probably the best FIFA player I've ever seen. Well, you haven't seen me play. I would love to see you go against my friend. I've never played it, to be honest with you. And the score is 99 to 0. That is Um, the end of the first half. Just Yeah, I was going to say that's in the first half. All right, now for a hey, best strategy game. Age of Wonders, Planetfall. No, no hang, hang on, hang on. What's the category? Strat- best strategy game. Age Team of Wonders. Tactics. No, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Age of Wonders, Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Total War Three Kingdoms, Tropico Six, and Wargroove. Never heard of any of them but Tropico. Fire Emblem. That has the, the only fan base. The only strategy game I, I played is like StarCraft. And those came out a while ago, so All right, and at the end of the list, VRAR games. We have Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, No Man's Sky. Wow. What? Trevor right. saves the universe. Trover. Trevor saves Trover. the universe. Or is it Troger? Trover. And last Trover. but very least, Beat Saber. Beat Saber's going to win. <laughs> Trover. I really hope Beat Saber wins. Trover's going to win because it's... it's. You know what? Isn't it the people that made uh, Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty, yes. Yeah, but That's I gonna honestly win. think No Man's Sky is going to win. I haven't played the No Man's Sky or Trover, but... With the new update I... that came out, it just seems like No Man's Sky is going to well, win. It's gonna be great. okay. I think that Beat Saber kind of okay for for console users. Beat Saber kind of fucked up because they released the was it Panic at the Disco pack. It was like you only got four songs out of it, which really irritated me because when they released the Imagine Dragons pack, you got like ten for like two dollars more than they got gave you for the Panic at the Disco. And I'm not a huge Panic at the Disco fan, but there's there was two out of the four that I liked. Um, but the Imagine Dragon ones was so much better. But for all the PC players, they can just go and find free mods of all this crap and play literally any song they want. 
Like yeah. you can find some like foreign music on there. Even like you see people do, you know, beat sabering to like tenacious D. Like that, was, that would be awesome. That was awesome. I think somebody was even beat sabering to just somebody talking. Like there's ridiculous things that you can find, and I really wish I would have just got it on PC, but unfortunately, I went with the PSVR. But it's still great. It's still a great oh, game, man. and it, dude, it, it gets you freaking sweating like crazy. Like you could definitely just play VR or Beat Saber for like a workout. Oh, and actually, they just came out with the Rocket League music pack, which is pretty good. I haven't gotten through the whole list yet, but it's pretty good. All right, Beat Saber, it is. Uh, for him, still, uh, for him, I'm still on No Man's Sky. I think that one's just gonna win because the the way it started off and now the updates and the support it's been getting, it looks like it's just making a comeback. I'm going with Trey, whatever his name is. Saves Trover the world. saves the universe. Trover. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the list, guys. You heard our picks. You heard our nominations. We will find out Thursday who will really win. And then when you hear this up, you'll be like, dumbasses. Yeah, because this is going to release the day after. Right, the day after. So, uh, yeah. Pretty much did knock out all the remakes. Yeah, I'm... I mean, it's not like they're not fun, but I just don't think it's not that they're not new games. It's that, yeah, they shouldn't be on this list. They they, they easily should not have been on this list. And definitely, and like, definitely not Smash Bros either, because, you know, like, like sports games, they they just come out, same game, they just really just add new characters and new maps. Every year, every fucking year. I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy the Madden in like two years from now, but the last one I bought was 2017. Oh, dude, I haven't bought it. Well, the last football game I have is for my Nintendo 64. Damn. <laughs> Good for I you. I think it's like, it was like 90, I want to say 94, 96 maybe. It was an even number, so it was either four, six, or eight. <laughs> that was All the right, last uh, actual sport game I bought. You heard it here. You heard our choices. We're done. Guys, this has been a great podcast of just talking shit and having fun. This has been the Still Noobs Podcast. We're out. Bye. Hashtag fuck moon. Hashtag fuck moon.